Hey, Mercy fam, before we get started today, I just really wanted to um, take a pause and just recognize the amount of loving, lovely people in our world Yeah, that have reached out to us. Yeah, it's been so yummy, like a big, huge, warm bear hug. Um, everyone that has said we love you, we're here for you, we're so sorry. Um, it's really kept us afloat, frankly. Totally. And for those of you that are joining us for the first time, you know, this episode is going to be kind of, uh, we've had a couple of these through our tenure, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's, we kind of talk about some real shit. Yeah, it's we a also, doozy. We also talk about some kind of dumb shit. Yep. Yeah. Always. Totally. So <laughs> very just, on brand. <laughs> just be ready for a little mixture. Yeah. Uh, but we ultimately we just want to say that we love you and we feel loved by you. Mm. For those of you who know us, and for the, those of you that don't know us really, and have reached out and said amazing things. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And without further ado, here's the show. Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mikey and Rin Stay In. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. We are coming to you from the tundra wastelands of Portland, Oregon, with four and a half inches of snow. Hardly a wasteland. It's more like a recreation land. Oh, you're right. So fun. We got, um, yeah, maybe four to six inches of snow. Yep. And we apparently don't have snow plows in the city of Portland. (laughs) And so snow just sits around and then it rains on top of it because it doesn't get like too crazy, crazy cold. Right. And then it gets below freezing overnight. So then there's snow plus sheet of ice. And it's awesome outside right now. People are skiing. Yeah. Sledding down city streets. Yep. Um. What it's else have really I seen? Remarkable. Remote controlled cars, people being pulled on regular skis, like on alpine skis yes. by their dogs. Yes. We saw a softball game yesterday. Oh, with a fire pit. With a fire pit and yeah. booze. Yeah. Um, Jealous. It was fun. It looked fun. Yeah. It's really, it feels so um, like apropos for, mm, for what's Portland? happening. Well, just no, for I think what's happening with us right now, it feels oh, like. Yeah. The world around us is sort of shut down, but there's also, we're in this like little snow globe of joy. Yeah. Um, And I don't know that you and I feel that joyful, but it's really, (laughs) it's really lovely to be around people that are joying. Yeah. (laughs) So Rennie gave you a little peek behind the curtain, but for those of you who don't know, we had um, a big... Uh, monument this week, last week um, in the pregnancy. And <clears throat> so last week, so Rini is uh, going to be 21 weeks this week. And last week was 20 weeks. And so uh, we had the 20 week ultrasound. And I think suffice it to, suffice to say it didn't go as planned. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were both really excited because it's sort of, um, I don't know, I felt like by the 20 week point, we had heard heartbeats. Yes. We had seen our baby at like very tiny developmental stages. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, from embryo to nine and a half weeks. And it sort of feels like, um, you know, with any pregnancy, uh, you know, you kind of get to that like 12 week mark. And yeah. And then you're like, oof, 
I'm home free. We did it. Totally. And, it, you know, especially with IVF, you start the process, you know, you know if you are pregnant right away. And right. so the process starts very, very early. And you're just so closely monitored. And then you're kind of like let out into the world like, you got this. Like, this is just going to be a boring, boring ass pregnancy now. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so we really thought, um, oh, we're just going to find out the sex of our baby and really get to to see her. Sure. Because we, we knew it was a her. <laughs> we did. No, we totally I did. Had and a very strong inkling. Yeah. And that was, you know, so the sex. And then Rini, like I, the night before the ultrasound, Rini was really nervous. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit, are we supposed to be nervous? I, I had like, I mean, I'm great at being preemptively nervous. Like, totally. I, I totally know. But this, I was like, no, like, tomorrow's like Christmas. Like, we just get right. to find out right. the sex. And then we also get to see, like, you know, how well developed our baby is and all the right. things. And so right. I was, I hadn't worried at all until the night before. And I was like, oh, shit, I think I'm supposed to be more nervous than I am. Yeah, I felt a um, a really strong... Maybe dread or something like it wasn't even anxiety. I just felt a really like in the pit of my stomach. Um, I don't know a not good feeling, and I did. I hadn't shared it with Mikey until the night before. Um, and yeah, so we went. We had to go into the um, the hospital here, the university hospital here, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, because the the ultrasound like our our nurse midwives can do the the 36 week ultrasound but the 20 week is much more involved because it's a you know 3d 3d and yeah and it's that crazy machine yeah those ultrasound machines are probably a hundred and fifty thousand dollars totally something we would expect our awesome macrame making midwives (laughs) to have yeah they can sort of do the ultrasound where you see positioning and things like that so um yeah i laid down for my well (laughs) my second um, belly ultrasound because yep. we did one um, when I had the miscarriage a sure. year and a half ago, and so um, yeah, and the the ultrasound tech, you know, Mikey and I had a really good sweet rapport right away. Totally. And we're jokey, and I actually said, um, you know, she kind of asked how the pregnancy's going, and I, you know, I said, um. I'm I'm sort of in the the kind of bliss period right yeah. now, and I really meant that. It's yeah. been feeling like um, I've said so many times I could be pregnant like this forever, right? Right. Um, yeah. Well, especially in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, it's just been yeah. like when you're settled into that, it was like no problems, yeah. great appetite, sleeping yeah. well, totally. You know, not too big, so you're feeling like cumbersome or something, right? Yeah. And yeah. of course, you know, you probably even listeners to the show that don't really know us you probably know that like we're the kind of kind of people that like we're friends with like the person who sold us our car like servers <laughs> Shout at out restaurants. To Bassam. yeah what up Bassam? <laughs> and like we're friends with like all these people that like are normally it's like a transactional relationship but like when we're in a place it's like we're in a hospital or whatever like we're like hey how are you doing like we go deep with people quickly and so like this ultrasound technician which they're not supposed to say anything you know yeah. and you know i think supposed to be fairly uh, neutral just in general sure, um sure. but we like immediately we made friends with her in like the three minutes that we were there and we were laughing and totally. so so then she started doing the ultrasound yeah and it was um 
it's amazing how an environment can change so quickly from, you know, a like celebratory uh, sort of joyous event to somber. I mean, I think that's the best word I could use to describe kind of our whole hour and a half that we spent there. Um, She said almost immediately, um, I'm, you know, I'm seeing something that's concerning Mm -hmm. and um, it's very bad, basically. Yeah. And she said it has to do with the brain. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not the, of all the body parts that you want to hear, that's the last. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If it's the foot or the anus or the, you know, I don't know. Definitely. It's like, (laughs) yeah. Okay. Yeah. The brain, that's, that's not good. That's extinction level event. Totally. Yeah. And the the most interesting part is that I'm, you know, I'm imagining that she just started the ultrasound at the head. Right. right. And so. And so do, do, do they know, like, do, do they know where the head is kind of, or she just happened to put it where the head that's was? That's a great, great question. I know. I don't know the answer. Yeah, I don't that. know either. Yeah. I mean, because babies are, they can be any direction, right? Yeah. She, yeah. I mean, it's so, it's so unusual that mm. she would just kind of land it seems like that seems so unusual right? who knows she does like a million I know. a month no I know yeah I mean it was a ama- I mean it was like literally as if like she landed on the belly and I you know I'm someone who like I feel like I'm when we've done ultrasounds before I've kind of been able to be like oh there's the baby there's the top there's the bottom right. there's you know right. whatever and she was in it looked like I didn't even really see anything it looked yet. like beef stew or something yeah. there's like clumps of stuff everywhere and I yeah. was like oh is she going to tell us that, like, there's no baby? Right. That's what I right. thought. I was like, is this, like, a weird, like, we've heard the heartbeat, though. Right. But I was like, is this, like, one of those, like, chemical pregnancy? Or, I don't know. They were too late for all that. No. But I just, I went to all these different places. Yeah, right. So before she, like, before I could even identify any sort of baby, she was like, there's a problem. Yeah. And it's the brain, with the brain. Yeah, and she said, too, I wanted, I just want to let you guys know. Um, yeah. Because. So you're not blindsided. Yeah, there's going to be <clears throat> ultrasound doctors coming in and, and um, so, you know, it's, it's. And I think that she could have, like, I don't know about lost her job for that. But, I mean, I think that they are strongly discouraged from saying anything. Well, that's but it's what like, I've it just always was, It would be cruel had she just, like, this woman was also, like could not did not have a poker face oh i know bless her heart (laughs) she was like there was so many deep sighs you know it's through a mask yeah and it's 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 so interesting it's so interesting because there's there's nothing that you can do in that moment it's it's like i'm stuck to the table because i've got ultrasound juice all over my belly and a wand that's just digging into me right and she has to continue with the ultrasound well she just has to like catalog everything so she's so she has told us up front there's something bad yeah i'm very concerned it has to do with the brain but then she literally she was like all right we're just gonna go through things and she's like here's the here's the foot here's the kidneys and, you know, we discussed before that we wanted to know the sex. So she said, you know. It's a girl. Yeah. Oh, that was the, again, not like, we don't care about the sex. We know that like gender is fluid. There's all, you know, gender is a construct. And, but, but it, for whatever reason, it just made it so much more real to me that like, we didn't just have, you didn't just have a tummy. Yeah. Like we had a human yeah. girl. 
yeah. inside of you. And I was like, and I think that's where I broke. We crushed their Kleenex. Oh my God, so many Kleenex. But she was going through the body scan, you know, and it was like, and this is just so, it's so sad because she was like, I mean, for all intents and purposes, if like to me, it's like, if you tell me there's something wrong with the brain that you could identify that quickly, we're saying the pregnancy's over. Right. So seeing all these body parts to me was like, it was such a tease. I know. It was like, here's this, you know, three week vacation. You can go on in the Bahamas, but you can't go on it. Yes, exactly. Someone else is probably going to go on it. Exactly. And yeah. So here's everything an she arm showed you're me, never I was like, touch or see. Yeah. Here's a yeah. yeah it's really um, yeah. It was that that stung for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, so it felt like I don't know six or seven days of my life <laughs> sure. that we were laying there. Um, 40 days in the desert with Yahweh. I was also incredibly grateful that Mikey was there. He hadn't been there for an Dude. ultrasound yet. And I, I don't know. I just hadn't even, I didn't even think, like had I not been able to go, I would have been very bummed. I've been super bummed about all the ones I mean, in the imagine past, if we were FaceTiming and this whole thing. Yeah, no. So, um, yeah, and then, you know, we had two, Two docs come in, two of the ultrasound doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that what they were? So, yeah. Ultrasound doctors. Okay. Yeah. So, ultrasound technician, ultrasound right. doctor. Right, and then they're the doctors that, you know, are going to deliver okay. news. Mm-hmm. Um, Because they're watching the ultrasound remotely. Right, 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 right. Like in another room. Which, to me, it seems like, what the fuck is the point of that? Right. Well, I Just guess... Just have them in the room doing it. I know. I, I know. It's so interesting. Because then they can tell you the play-by-play. Like, if we'd had a mousy person who didn't step up and say hey i'm gonna tell you guys something and just was like like i'm just sitting like sitting there just like doing it and like we i mean i would be staring at their face sure and like they just had to steely go through it and be like wow i can't tell these people that they don't have a baby well like the ultrasound tech we had for the first miscarriage right well he said he said nothing and it's like um, i know what's happening right now yeah 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 but I, you know, the 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 doctors that came in were just there was like there was so many beautiful moments in yeah. like such a devastating time. The one doctor was clearly a fellow East Coaster. Oh God, Jesus, yeah, totally. You, know, you just know, <laughs> especially when you're in Portland. You know, yeah. I feel like you just know, and she. A, held onto my leg the entire, because then they have to do the ultrasound all over again. Right. Right. Um, held onto my leg the entire time. Yeah. It was so. Which I didn't even really notice until Rin told me that afterwards. It's like, what a sweet oh, thing so to do. Comforting. Like, you don't have to do that. That's so well, unprofessional. It's like, especially wonderful. in COVID time, it's ah, like, don't touch each nobody other. Nobody touches don't, anybody. Right, right, right. But it was like, I don't know. She just had this uh, sense, knew. right, that I that I needed that. And then number two, she she was like, "I'm gonna give it to you." I can't remember the exact words, but I'm just gonna straight. I'm gonna give it to you straight. Yeah. I'm not gonna mince words. Um, and so, so basically, this it's fatal. What's, yeah. what's happened? So so what so what she described was it's called amniotic band syndrome. So 
from my, I'll give you my general understanding of it. I've been reading about it. I also stopped reading about it recently because I kind of just was like done. But basically, uh, when the embryo is formed, there's also a yolk sac that's kind of near the baby. And that ends up becoming the amniotic sac that the baby lives in. So the water sac that the baby exists in during while it's growing, during gestation. And so the inside of that sac is smooth so that the baby can move around in it and do its thing and have the little dance parties. And then the outside of it is sticky so it can adhere to the uterine wall. So at some point, very early in development, our baby's head, top of her skull, got caught with the sticky part of the sac. And from the way that I can think about it is basically it like peeled back. And so because of that, um, the our baby's brain is growing on the outside of her body, so on the outside of her head. And Exencephaly. Exencephaly, yeah, which out, which means just outside of the head, and so, so what that means is, it's fatal for two reasons. One, because when she comes out into the world, it's just not something that they they can't repair it. It's not something that they she can come out and it, you know, they can do an emergency surgery. It just she would die within a couple minutes, an hour, not long, but it would be, and I and I just feel I think it would be a traumatic time on earth right Mm. and then the other thing is that the amniotic fluid that fills the sac is caustic and so it's basically degrading breaking down her brain kind of at every moment that she's in utero so i mean i think understatement would be severe brain damage right um and yeah, so basically, so that, so, and then uh, this amniotic band syndrome, it actually, it usually presents in like catching people's hands or arms or feet. Mm-hmm. And so we've actually kind of revisited our past and we're like, oh my gosh, we had a person that we went to school with who had a, like a clipped arm and that was that. Right. And, you know, we had someone reach out and tell us that. And then like, I grew up with some people who had like ears or different things. And I wonder yeah. if that's what it was from, because yeah. it's. It's fairly common for it to, like, it's one in 1,500 to 15,000 for it to happen, like, with an arm or something. Mm -hmm. But to happen with the head is very rare. Like, they kept using the the term, like, struck by lightning. So, like, one in kind of 50,000 or something, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. And so it's, you know, and to think kind of, like, it could have just been a finger. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But now it's, yeah. And so we were given, presented with basically three options so there's a team there that we just happened to be there one of the three days i think of the week that this like yeah christ what were they called the fetal um high risk team so you know things happen really Should have had capes yeah they're fucking awesome they were all women by just by the way yeah this whole I mean, it totally. was amazing not to be sexist but thank we can christ be. <laughs> um, <laughs> i don't need a, a man mansplaining our babies demise to us well and this is this is one of the really um if not silver linings maybe shiny gray linings is that they all were so careful to say um this is nothing that you did totally yeah to say it's nothing that you did and then also it's not genetic it's not replica like it's not going to happen again right and I think that that's, um, you know, they know how important it is to stress that. And I, yeah. I just appreciated that because it does, that's the, that's the first place that my 
head went to. It's so, I knew nothing. I'd never heard of this before. Um, It's so, I can't believe I'm admitting this right now, but the the first thing that I thought of was, um, oh my God, that prenatal that I was taking (laughs) didn't have chromium in it and it probably, or didn't have choline in it. And um, I I fucked up her brain. Like that's totally the first thing that I thought of. I was like my, I couldn't eat, you know, like liver like I wanted to and I couldn't eat the stuff that I wanted to and my, you know, I, I was, <laughs> I switched 50. my prenatal yeah. and it, you know, it's like, it's so, it's amazing how, you know, you can, um, you can immediately default to blame. Oh, sure. Well, do you know where my head went first? Where? We had sex too early. Oh. I was like, right, <laughs> my huge wang, yes, yeah, <laughs> poked into your uterus and like bumped what bumped the the kid's head. Right. I don't know what. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I was that's where I went. I was yeah, like, yeah, sure. sure, of course it's something we did. Yeah, totally. Yep, it was the horse. It was the sex on horseback that we had. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know the the their stressing of that. Without making it like a a thing, they just kept saying it. Yeah, very matter of factly, and um, well, also by that point they knew that you were an acupuncturist. They also heard you. The woman, the um, uh, the doctor who was the um, the uh, why am I totally I'm spacing the word right now? Ultrasound, ultrasound the ultrasound yeah, doctor. Yeah. Um, she asked you if you were uh, in the medical, in the medical profession. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because you yeah. kept using like words that were like you know sixty to five dollar words, right. and like where most people would probably be like, I don't know, I even have a vagina, right? Um, but she she thought you know so they kind of knew that you were like in the gang a little bit, and right. so I think the idea that um, yeah, that they could kind of talk to us in a way that was that was real, and also say like. You might be going through all like you worked fucking hard at this, and we know you did everything right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, ultrasound docs. Then we met with the the high risk team, which, like Mikey said, they're not there every day. So it was really uh, serendipitous. Yeah, um, and they present you with three options, and it's here's another place where I'm going to. Um, just express so much gratitude for the state that we live in and the reproductive rights that were offered here. Yeah. Um, and I know that those of you that listen are likely <laughs> on board with that, but this is just a, a very unique situation where it really highlights the importance of choice and for people to have access to that choice and um hold on the, one second folks <laughs> hey, Abby. Abby agrees Abby is yeah, vociferous. A, yes she is a, a staunch sure. supporter of reproductive rights um, <laughs> and so the three options are to continue to carry our baby girl to term and um to give birth knowing that she will once she's our side she will not live for very long um the second option is to induce labor now um at 21 weeks knowing that 
she wouldn't survive at 21 weeks anyway and so you know we i mean would. my sister was born at 24 weeks yeah nowadays there's there's babies living at 21 weeks 21 21 wow for sure yeah. but the it's it's fairly rare but it's it's done I hadn't but heard it's that. And, but this would be you know no matter what our yeah, baby she, won't live no matter what right. there's zero literally zero percent chance that she would ever be able to live with this with this right this what am i calling it syndrome i guess we could yeah, say, the, yeah the amniotic the, band part is syndrome technically yeah. it's not really a great it's, right word but um and then the third option is to is to terminate right. the pregnancy. And at this point, because it's second trimester, it's a D and E instead of a D and C, um, but similar, um, similar type of a procedure. Right. So um, that that is is our choice. Yeah, and and this is and up to twenty five weeks from what we understand, you can do it in Oregon. Other states, you can't. Yep. And so Rennie would be, this is where the rubber meets the road. I think when people have the abortion argument, they're thinking about, you know, people that are having it, kind of using it as birth control or they're doing it. It's a right. kind of flagrant. No, but this is like. And it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't it fucking doesn't matter. Of course it doesn't. matter. Of course. Why you're doing it. Why you're choosing it. <laughs> yeah. But like, I think that's just the way that it's discussed. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think it's like. Okay, we'll use us as an example. We are a straight, white, right. married couple. Right. So we're like a wet dream Privileged for people. Yeah, yep. for Republicans that are talking, Christians that are talking about no abortion. And we did IVF, which maybe is against God's plan, but we're trying, <laughs> we're trying to have a baby. And the. Uh, something that was totally not caused by us and for yeah. no reason, just a lightning strike, our baby can't live. Yeah. This is You're terminating a wanted pregnancy, yeah, right? We Which is, would do fucking anything right now. I'll yeah. suck Jesus's dick <laughs> to be able to have this baby. God and Jesus, bring it on. You got to get the Holy Spirit in there too. Oh, the Holy Spirit. Why he's, not make it a he's quad? A da- <laughs> he's a backside boy. Quadruple? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the but like we would do anything and so like you're gonna say to me that like we can't do this because give me your fucking reason right. if jesus was here if god was here they'd be like dude i created science to be able to th- keep you safe right. and save save rinny you know, this is a health concern. It's a life concern for you if you keep this baby for another 20 weeks. Right. And then not to say anything about the trauma that would be inflicted upon the both of us. Right. And our cute little baby right. for the minute or uh, 60 minutes that she's on earth. Right. It's just. Well, and that's that's also our particular um, case and the people that, that we are and, and how much... Um, you know, I think the way that we're interpreting how much trauma it would be, right? Yeah. And so, um, and there's there's other people that would choose differently, and that's amazing. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, and it's, I'm all it's for so... you having the choice. That's the point, right? Is it's right. you need to have the choice. Like if we're for, if everybody's forced into one category, right? Because I don't know. <sighs> The sickest part for me right now is that you're still pregnant. Yeah. Like I'm looking at your tummy. You're still pregnant. I can touch your tummy and I can feel our baby. Mm-hmm. I know. She is some version of alive right now. You know, she's never going to live. Right. 
forever. Right. And if she comes Earthside, she's going to have a terrible time. Yeah. It's going to be painful. It's yeah. going to be all the things. It's going to be painful for kind of everybody involved. Shouldn't being pro-life be also about preserving the quality of life? Yeah, you would think so. You it's the same so. argument for me that you can't be pro-life and also pro-capital punishment. Right. Like you can't say, hey, we're pro-life until you're on the planet and then we're going to lock you up. We're going to shoot you. We're going right. to you know, imprison you. We're going to kill you. Right. So in this situation, like... Corinne, Corinne's life. So you're basically saying that the baby, the unborn baby that's never going to live, their life is more valuable than my wife's life. Right. We're going to have well, to I'm disagree. Just, I'm just a vessel. What was what was his? Oh, that fucking senator or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Was that Louis Gomez? No. Who was that? I don't know. I can't remember. Some dick. Some <laughs> dick have, who's never going to have to worry about it. the bandwidth for much right now. Totally. Definitely not dickheads like that. <laughs> It's just such a fucking stupid <laughs> argument. It's yeah. just so it's so vapid. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. And um, selfish. God, I could slide on my soapbox till Oh. You know. The cows the come cows home. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry I could ride a horse. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like we were driving home from the hospital and I think I said it to you at the time, but I can't remember, but I was like if we like drove past a planned parent Planned Parenthood right now, and I saw like a group of people like like yelling at a, a girl going in there, a person going in there. Oh, I boy. would. It would be very tough for me to not stop and just beat someone to death because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm pro-choice and I'm choosing to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm choosing to crush your windpipe right now. <laughs> I just can't. It's just the amount of. It's. One of the things that I feel like I've really gained from this whole infertility journey that we've been on is that the amount of times that I've spent driving in the car, broken, just so sad, either crying or not, or just blankly and depressedly driving home or something, (laughs) I feel like I can't judge anybody anymore. I mean, I will. I'll judge people for the rest of my life. It's my favorite thing to do. But like if I see someone that's like driving down the street and they're like yelling or they're like crying or whatever, you don't know what people are going through. Yeah. Like there are so many sad things that happen in the world. There's so many angering things that happen in the world. I'm like, I don't don't think I can like do you. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to do your thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't know. You can look over into that car and that person might have just like lost a baby that they've been trying for for literally this baby we were trying for for 21 months this exact pregnancy right yeah and it all amounted to a split second in their development Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. gave her baby a little too close of a crew cut and now they can't live right right the fact that i haven't burned down our house (laughs) Or I'm grateful. Eating I'm myself grateful. to death, or just I don't know what the thing is, or like walked into the ocean slowly and dramatically. I just I look out for people, and I'm like, dude, I don't know what you're going through. Yeah. Well, I think a part of the reason why we haven't done those things is we have a partnership that has, um, like such buoyancy, mm-hmm. and um, you saying I'm fat. <laughs> I'm saying our relationship is fast. Oh yeah, it is. It's tubby. Like, it's real tubby. Chubster. Yeah. <laughs> Obese. 
Um, that means we get the vaccine. That's right. <laughs> um, and you know the 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 team that we met with actually said to us, "It's really." you know beautiful that you guys are just on the same page and Mikey and I were new before we even said anything like mm-hmm. what the page was that we were on about and the three choices yeah oh yeah sure. yeah and so you know they've they told us that we've seen this really um you know one side of a partnership mm. feel one way and and another oh, side feel another way and so that I you know I don't know. So I think that's a part Huge. of it. And then the other part of it is we, you know, we have you guys, we have this community mm. of people that have been so loving. I mean, like deep wells of love. Yeah. And um, and we feel that it is so special in a time that feels like so desolate and isolating to have people that are kind of tethering you to reality and saying, we're so sorry. We love you. What can we do? There's no words, you know, all of the things that people have said, it's, it's like such a blanket of love. It's so, so incredibly helpful. And so we, you know, yes, we wanted to get on the microphones to kind of, you know, keep the updates going, but yeah. also just to to say thank you. Yeah, That's... I'm gonna. I think actually, what we're gonna do after we record this, I want to go. I want to record a little bumper for the front yeah. of the show, just to say a shout out to yeah. people because it's like we. So I texted some people at first, called our families, you know, but then I put up a Facebook post just to kind of like, you know boost the signal a little bit and tell a lot of people just so we didn't have to kind of keep telling the story. And it's been like overwhelming the amount of people that have reached out and just also like people from deep in my past, deep in yours, people that like, I don't even really know, but that a listen to the show, which I didn't know, which is like awesome and kind of embarrassing to think that like some of these people that I haven't (laughs) spoken to since like fifth grade, I'm thinking Hani Freeman. Hi. Like, (laughs) Honey, you've heard me talk about masturbating. Like, great. I wasn't doing that when we knew each other in uh, first grade. No, that's true. Not first grade, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little later, though. Never know. Um, masturbation can take so many forms. But but the, uh, but the yeah, but it's just so sweet to know that, like, I don't know, that people are following and then that people are supporting us. Like, we're in the middle of this crazy snowstorm right now. Even during the snowstorm, we've had people drop off ice cream and cakes and pizza and beer. And it's just like, wow, what a sweet, like, we don't, you guys don't owe us anything. And, you know, just to know the amount of love, the amount of people that I've cried with on the phone Mm. and people that have said that they're crying, hearing the story or even Mm. just reading my Facebook post, like, why are you so emotional about that? Why do you care so much? That, it makes me believe in humanity. Yeah. We also have really good friends. Yeah, like, it's, it's really true. It's a bunch of selfish penises out in the world that are not my Facebook friends that it's <laughs> probably wouldn't be crying. <laughs> but still, it's just oof, yeah. heartening. Yeah. Yeah, and I think for both of us, we've talked about this, that there's a, um, there is a finality to what's going on that in some ways... Um, I don't comforting is not the word, but 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 makes it easier to be decisive. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that if we were if we were given 
a well there's a 10% chance or a oh, t- fuck. 20% you know i i think i'd roll the fucking dice or something you know what i mean cuz it's after like after all we've been through yeah. maybe i must say that if there was like if it was like a there's a let's just say 20% there's a 20% chance that the baby will live and if they do it'll be severe disabilities right. and right, also right. so i might I might think again about it. If it was like a 20% chance of like a totally normal baby, I just, and I'm not, you know, I am having a child with developmental disabilities, you know, I'm down for that. But I must just say after all the things that we've done and if we could know like this early, right? I don't know. But compare it like right now, I don't know. Yeah. I just want a baby. I just want a baby. I kind of don't care about anything. I know it's just really. Just not a Trump supporter. Oh, amen. <laughs> oh God, they've got a. There's a twenty percent chance they're gonna have a slight case of the QAnonsies. <laughs> <laughs> they might think that liberals are drinking baby blood. Oh yeah. No yeah. thanks. Oh. <laughs> um. They've got a twenty-one percent chance of McConnell neck. <laughs> <laughs> And brain. Does that happen if you just believe in Jew lasers? You just get the McConnell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That wasn't my wife being anti-Semitic, by the way. That was a... uh, Oh, no, no. That's the the QAnon. One of the things is that they think lasers that were created by Jewish wealthy business owners are being uh, fired at California to start the fires. And this is what QAnon people call them. Oh, no, I know. Jew lasers. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like... Oh, yeah. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> and realistically, the lasers are probably coming from the Middle East, from India or from um, China. Like, <laughs> I don't think there's many Jewish people making lasers. <laughs> Not to be a dick, maybe there are, but I think most of that work is happening in you know countries that were like. <laughs> um. All right, we're we're. Going a little we're off track. Doing our, we're doing our thing. Yeah. We're like, what are we doing? I don't know. Rabbit holing down other places. This oh, yeah. That's what we do. That's fun. It gives people some texture. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Some things, this is where our brain, how our brains work. We could talk <laughs> about some of the songs we've been making up or Obby's weather station that she sends up. We've got lots of fun topics. Or that Maroon 5 song, I Can't Get Out of Ooh, My Head. Go for it. Oh, God. Now I can't get it in my head. Closure. Closure. I know, but what's the... um, Robert Lozier. (laughs) 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 What you came here for? Closure. Yeah. Yeah. And then give me the rundown at the end. Oh, God. (laughs) Then it's seven minutes of, I mean, kind of like Grateful Dead slash Fish era jam band. I think plus... Kind of like light jazz. It's well, it's it's Kenny. Like, it's sort of it's like Kenny G meets like Calypso, like Billy Ocean Calypso totally. light jazz. It's yeah, they just they go off at the end with very little variety. Oh no, it just kind of just bumbles along. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. think it's gonna fade out at some moment, but it's not. And I get it. Maroon Five consists of seven band members. Yeah. Do you know any of them? No. You know Adam Levine. Yep. And you know the maybe. We've all at one point wanted to have sex with Adam Levine. Sure. And just admit it to yourself. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, and I get it that that they have had to live in his shadow for, what, 15 years now? Totally. 
And it's a skinny, long shadow. Yes, yeah. definitely. It's like, yeah. And kind of, and that like, one guy, kind of a mediocre channel. Yeah, I mean, he's you know, fine. I mean, like, he's, yeah. yeah. He's, and he's, he's like, good. yeah, and he's like, he's at Hollywood 7.2. <laughs> swells to a nine, dips to a five at certain times. <laughs> like when he dyes his hair like Draco Malkavoy or whatever that fucker Ooh, yeah. from Harry Potter is. He dips to a five. Um, but, and you know, and their music, great. It's, oh, it's wonderful. It's but his great. talent, like, he could be replaced. Yeah. Put, on, put on the greatest hits right now. Tur- once the podcast yeah. is over. If you like this podcast, <laughs> then you're, we know where your taste is at. Yes. So, like, Maroon 5, dig it. You can kind of just let the greatest hits roll. You yeah, can, they're good. Like, you're they're not going to do much, the greatest. much skipping. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's you can be a pop judgy judgment person if you want to. Oh, like you can be like, ah, oh, pop, pop music, whatever. It's, it's but popular you, music. Yeah. That's why it's called that. Right. So exactly. Shut it's, up, if we it. live in a democracy. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, it's wonderful. And I just think to tell you that if I was going to argue, okay, so what are the things that have helped us during this the sad times? Maroon five. <laughs> well, I was going to start with food. Food. I've been eating incessantly. Sure. Like I've been eating naughty as fuck. From sun up to sundown. Yeah. Like I had cake the other day. No, I didn't have cake. I had something in the morning that was really naughty, like dessert in the morning, mm-hmm. which is what French toast is. Don't be a dick. Um, <laughs> and then, but I mean, I've just been eating nonstop. So food has really helped. I haven't been drinking. I normally would be drinking. It's I've been eating shocking. some weed, which feels great. Um, and then Maroon 5. Totally. Sorry. Del Shannon sorry. this morning. Ooh, Del Shannon was really good this morning. <laughs> Um, I I will say I will say um, my dog too has been what a gem. Well, and then I've been going down this path of like, Corinne, my cup of love runneth over. I need to pour. I need to sop it up. I need to sop it up, and so I've been on petfinder.com looking at like senior dogs senior small dogs and there's this 14 year old 10 pound long haired dachshund named Chuchi Chuchi who wears male bando diapers because <laughs> he pees himself and I'm like Ren I mean the thing about adopting a senior dog is like you're guaranteeing yourself relatively soon sadness yes yeah. that's true yeah um but still, I could just dump my love, my lava stream of love into this sweet dog's okay. face. I know. Um, well, friends, I... Feeling done? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I am. Okay. Feeling like we've meandered. Oh, too. meander's great, though. This is the this is all I want to do. And I'm like, I want to take everybody... Because it's like... I don't even think I finished my thought about Maroon 5... Because oh. we kind of we were riffing on Adam, but I understand the <laughs> desire for the other six band members mm. to have their, I will say, seven minutes of fame because I think they they just struggle play for seven for minutes, seven minutes yeah. on that song. Mm. Um, yeah, so I guy. I get it. Like they yeah. they need some time. Horn guy needs some time. I don't even know if there's a horn guy, but like, sounds like there's a horn in there. Yeah, Maybe keyboard. keyboard might be a key, keyboard yeah. hornist. They need their time too. Sure, it's not all about Adam's falsetto. No, nope. they are a lot of it is, but contributors. To they're that, very much contributors to, their, to that band. Yeah. It's always what I've wondered about. Like, if you're the seventh guy in Maroon, the seventh most famous guy in Maroon Five, like you're making good money. You're making, oh, you're, you're doing, making you're doing great all money. Right. Yeah, you know, but like you are probably an extrovert. You're probably someone who like mm-hmm. likes the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And are you just bitter? 
I know, I wonder. Like if you're the cat guy from Kiss. <laughs> or the spaceman. I don't know. It's like you've got your gravy train though. Yeah, it's, so like Gene kinda... Simmons can just he can run the show. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Cause like Aerosmith, And you don't have to like... like be in us weekly and shit. No, that's true. Yeah. Know. Nobody's hunting you down. Great. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, then you get no. and then you get closure. You get your song closure and you get to really yeah. You get to spice up spice up your keyboard jam. That's what it does. He does, he does a kind of like a hot like. It's like a sweet, like we've had a couple. What's the drink? I don't know. Midori Sours. Midori Sours at like the vinyl covered loungy bar. And I'm just, I'm stroking the fucking keys yeah. on this. Tickling. Tickling those ivories. Yeah. Well, I like it. I like it. Ecstasy's kind of kicking in. Mm, yeah. yeah yep we did talk about doing ecstasy this morning and I was like, <laughs> like should we get some food or should we just get some drugs like well you suggested heroin and i said i don't need to sink any lower, lower. right it feels right. like you know a cocaine or an mdma or an ecstasy yeah bring day. it up yeah bring it up a little bit Okay. Um. Well, so uh, so and our show notes is going to be our home address if you want to send us some MDMA packed in peanut butter, and we'll take it on air if you guys want. Yeah, that'll be a bonus episode. Us flipping out and feeling fabrics. <laughs> totally. But yeah, but so we're gonna. Um, I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do. Yeah. We're, we're kind of feeling like the show kind of hurts a little bit right now. Yeah. But the other part of it is that we are hearing back from people that like it really helps, and um, there's more people listening than we thought. I kind of hadn't like looked in a while. I was like, oh wow, there's yeah. actually a lot of people listening. So I don't know. We're just kind of we're in it a little bit, you know. And yeah. so we're gonna really try to put out more shows at some point. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm working on some, a side project show. So if like you really just tune in for me, which is like, let's be real, most of Obviously. you. Obviously. It's like, wow, what's, what is she, they're going to crack up about next. <laughs> Boy, he's just a bag of fish, isn't he? Is that a phrase? Um, for you it is. Yep. And so, but you know, but ultimately like we want you guys to be able to follow the story. If you want to hear from us, reach out. Let's eat at Mikey and Rin stay in, send it to us. I will, I will show the mailbag to Corinne and be like, listen, our our <laughs> listeners have spoken. Send us a message on Instagram. Send us a let's eat at MikeyRinStayIn.com email. Um, reach out however you want. Yeah. Call my phone number. It's hashtag star 6969420. And then, yeah, we love you guys. And just this is a fucking hard moment in our lives. This is the deepest and darkest I think either of us have ever been. Hmm. And uh, it just really helps to hear from you. And it really helps to talk. I don't know. I love it. Yeah. I think it's therapeutic. Yeah. And it helps to have a couple of, you know, random giggles. And, um, you know, when I like, I couldn't get out of bed this morning. Yeah. And I did. Yep. And here we are. Yeah. And so that feels good. Sorry that we, the, our, this show was like 20 minutes of depression, 20 <laughs> minutes of manic discussing yeah. penises and Adam Levine. <laughs> Who's a penis? <laughs> but yeah, we love you guys so much. Yeah, thank you. Um, go make yourself a cup of tea and put on some Maroon 5. Yeah, spike that tea a little bit too. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys soon. I'm Mikey. I'm Rin. And tonight... We're going to stay in. We are going to stay in. <laughs> We're going to stay in. I can't help but sing it. <laughs> Cha-cha-cha. Love you. Yeah, but you can't even find
Come on, baby. Whoop. Jam it out. Going for eight more minutes. 